Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Playoff Diddy, a.k.a. Y'all Never Keep the Same Energy, a.k.a. I Cut Myself from Bleeding, so we're going to see how this episode goes. <laughs> and to my left, my co-host. Hey, y'all. How are you? I'm here. I'm present. I'm awake. You sure? Yeah, I got allergies, but that's it. The principal. Hey, we're going to talk. Listen, the government made some extra (coughs) extra strong pollen this year. I don't appreciate it because it's making me look like like, uh, Martin when he fought Tommy Hearns. (laughs) When he just, just, the whole face is just kind of just. I literally tweeted that this morning. It me at me five minutes after I wake up without taking allergy meds. So, yeah. So, um, for all those who have allergies, stay strong. Um, we feel your pain. Stay uh, woke because the government did it. And also stay woke because Benadryl will have your ass knocked out. <laughs> stay woke for a couple reasons. Um, how was your weekend? It was cool. Cinco de Mayo. Did, did you see any, any people in sombreros that didn't need to be in sombreros? No. Everybody kept it cute. But I also didn't go out until like 9 p.m. Because it was Lance's graduation. So we went to West Virginia, came back. Oh, wow. And then went out. I went home and I like changed, redid my makeup. And then went back out with Britt. And then only Jade met us out. Apparently they they were there like the rest of the group. But I missed them. I feel like Alex was there. Alex was there at some point. Probably. We were drunk. Yeah, drunk. drunk. I was drunk. <laughs> drunk things, drunk things definitely happening. Um, so my weekend, my weekend was very interesting. Um, so for those who don't know, I went to the Kentucky Derby, and this was back to back weekends. I was out of town, and so. It was a lot. Um, if For those who have never been to the Kentucky Derby, it's kind of like spring break in suits. Um, a lot of drinking, a lot of just, just all day activities. Um, that's pretty much why I describe it. But I have a story that I got to share about one of the nights that happened. Um and I got permission from the other person involved in this story to share. Um, no names will be mentioned because, again, you know, we don't dry snitch here on this here podcast. Uh, so, Friday. So, Friday, you know, do the whole, you know, kind of a derby thing. Go to the, go to the Kentucky Oaks, which is like the, uh, like the female version of a derby. It's like what the WNBA is to the Kentucky Derby's NBA because it's Phillies instead of Stallions, right? Do all of that. Made our way into uh, Diddy's hosting a party on Friday. We made our way into that. They had like an open bar for 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 the free. Like we finessed our way in because you know my friend knows everyone in Louisville, and so we so we finessed our way in. After so we had a great time. So my friend calls the Uber home, calls the Uber to get us home, and so this 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 young lady comes picks us up. You know, cute young lady. Whatever and after her her name we don't I don't know her name because I ain't call it but calls us in so we so we get in me and my friend get in the car now mind you we also we st- we still suited and booted because that's how derby is you just you suited and you booted the entire day um and the first thing 
this young woman does when she gets in the car it is immediately starts rubbing on my friend's dick like hey like hey big sexy and and just starts to act like tell me something good like immediately like we're talking gets in the car she turns and like grabs this man's crotch <laughs> that's sexual harassment yes it is okay so I was gonna make a joke until you said she grabbed his crotch. And like, like she literally was rubbing, like rubbing this man's back. And so she's like, "Tell me something good." And, and so, mind you, we're drunk because it's four o'clock in the morning. We're like, "What? Like, where? What are you? What are you doing? Like, can you take us home?" Like, and so then she's like, and then she's like, like starts like, compl- like complimenting both of us. She starts, she starts turning and like, like talking, like kind of talking shit. She's like. Your friend out here got his jaw on the ground. I'm like, no, my jaw's right here. My jaw's fine. She starts rubbing on my dick. And so immediately, once I once she does that to me too, I'm like, this woman's a prostitute. She is an escort. So, so then she starts saying, like, hey, tell me something good. Like, she and so we're like, can you just t- take us home? Like, you know what's going like what's going on? Instead of taking us home, she pulls into a parking lot. I'd have got out. I'd have got out. I'd have got <laughs> Hell no. Nah. I'm like, I'm calling the cops. She better quit. <laughs> so she pulls into the parking lot and it's like, and again, she's like talking shit to us. She calls us both sluts. Like, t- like, t- like, tell, like, ask us, tell us something good. At this point, I'm like, define good. What is good? Like, what, what, what is good? Why are you entertaining her? Because we're drunk. Because <laughs> we <laughs> we're drunk at this point. And then she says something like, you know, some with a couple zeros at the end. So I'm like, okay, so you're definitely a prostitute. Take us, get me out of this car. Initially, she's not trying to let us leave, bro. Like, she's not trying to let us leave. Like, lock the doors type shit. So then we finally, she finally drops us back off at where we got picked up. We done wasted about 10 minutes because we thought we were getting ready to go home. Then she, and she slaps my man's ass on the way out. Like take all that with you. She she even met, she even got mad because the dude, my friend I was with, was she from Louisville. She said, "Take all that with you, hey." But he be he do be double cupped up on a Saturday though. I'm, not, I'm no, I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't in good conscience co co-sign that. Hey hey now. Um, but yeah. So my Uber my Uber driver turned out to try to be an Uber XX driver. <laughs> and try to proposition me on a Friday. That's how that's that's how my weekend went. That's 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 how my weekend went. That's I was like, okay. So, I was like, this is the type of time y'all want? Cool. Got it. So yeah, and like and the thing the funny the most funny part about this because he he was so shook. He was legitimately like shook. I like eventually laughed it off because I'm like She's a she's an escort. She's a prostitute. This shit's wild. He's like, what the fuck? Like, what type of shit happened to me? Like, so yeah, um, that's yeah, that's what happened. So we want to get into what we're talking about. Spicy. Yeah. All right. So first, first topic. Um, let's touch on DJ Khaled. Let's touch on DJ Khaled, aka hashtag We the Best. Um. So, for those who aren't familiar or didn't get a chance to kind of catch up, and this was a, this was a, a this was like an old Breakfast Club interview, like uh, Charlemagne and, and, and Angela and Envy said this Breakfast Club interview happened actually, four years ago. Yeah, four years ago, 
So why is resurfacing now? Who knows? But in that Breakfast Club interview, DJ Khaled um, kind of basically basically said like he doesn't perform oral sex on his wife because in his mind he's the king, no. and and kings don't do that. Um, he did say he also that he he expects her to do such oral oral sex, but. He wouldn't reciprocate because he felt like he was reciprocating in other ways, i.e. the lifestyle that they live. Um, so before I touch on so before I touch on everything else, I want to get your thoughts on that part of it first before we I, I go into a couple other questions. You know how stupid that sounds? Like to have the expectation. You know how I feel about people having expectations of people. Right, right. For you to have an expectation for your wife to perform something on you that you wouldn't do for her, I find that to be really stupid. Um, and I think, and, and like, this is one of those things where most of the timeline was kind of in agreement of this, right? Like, most of the time. Oh, yeah. Niggas was the first one being like, niggas, speak for yourself. I was like, wait, what are you, what are you, why? Because I was late to the game. And I was like, why is everyone talking about DJ Khaled being naked? (laughs) Um, and so I guess my, I guess my, my real question is do you believe like we're talking about issues of reciprocation and i i want to i can't pronounce the actual word because like reciprocation and goes to reciprocity and like yeah like for some reason my brain just doesn't want to pronounce that it's one of those words if i'm not thinking about it i can say it but as soon as i start thinking about it it's hard for me to say yeah and so and so like it's one of those words that like my brain just like no nigga (laughs) no so we're talking about um Reciprocation, right? And so, because I saw a couple different shirts that says like, um, "Don't have sex with him if he if he won't eat you out," but, you know, and kind of that was kind of like the whole thing was like, like if he's not eating you out, like people are saying like she should leave him, all of those different things. Um, so if she gonna leave him, leave him because he put your sex life on the jumbo screen. That's see, and I think that's because that was the one issue. Like my main issue is. My main issue wasn't with the fact that DJ Khaled doesn't do oral sex because I, I, I know men who don't, and they're fine. Like their sex life is fine; yeah, they I just could, don't. And I could also I could have gone the rest of my life without knowing what DJ Khaled does in the bedroom. I didn't need to know that. Did not. Um, I don't. I don't have an attraction to you, so I don't need to know what your sex life is like. And so, and so that was the first thing. It was like I don't need to know what DJ Khaled does in the sex life. Secondly. I know men, there's men and women out here who ain't putting their mouths on not an area of sexual order. I sure as shit canceled it. But, and so the issue with DJ Khaled is like, again, like kind of what you said, he out here telling telling everybody's business. You know me, I'm I'm a huge proponent of keep your sex life private. Huge, a huge proponent of that. And DJ Khaled on, out here on the goddamn breakfast club, out here telling, telling the whole world that his, that his wife ain't got no oral sex since, since they've been married. They're not married yet. He only proposed like while she was he, pregnant. Fiance, whatever the whatever the semantics are. Okay, um, but my guess my my um my thing is 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 what the issue is like reciprocation. I personally believe that a you should communicate about what you do and do not do uh, in in the bedroom. Probably before y'all start fucking, to be quite honest. But and I'm assuming that's exactly what happened between the two of them, though. Right, and but I did see I, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of women saying like, leave him if he ain't eating you out, or like you know leave him if you know if he ain't eating you out, don't have sex with you. And my and my thing is like, 
I don't think men can get away with that if we do the opposite. Like, I know whenever whenever someone says, like, a man says, like, she ain't sucking dick, leave. It's meant with, like, oh, you're, you're, you're misogynistic, you're, you're this, you're that. But there's T-shirts that say, like, don't have sex with no one who don't eat you out. I, my, I, just feel, I just don't feel like the energy is the same on a lot of us. And I think, A, have conversations with your own partner or whoever you're fucking at the time about what you what you do and do not do and keep it keep it like that but b also if you have an expectation of someone performing anything on you you should also have an expectation that you should perform it on them if they want it like we're not in the, we're not in an era where like things aren't mutually yo like i just don't i just don't see the benefit on either side, like, look, you're you going to suck my dick, but I ain't eating you out. Or you're going to eat me out, but I ain't sucking your dick. Like, we're 2018. It's grown. Most most people listening to this eat ass. So, like, at this point, like, we're grown. Just do what grown people do and stop bullshitting. Any ever, any ever thoughts on that before we keep pushing? I think it's, like, our common thing. Y'all need to communicate with each other. And also, stop telling everybody your business in your relationship and then get mad when people comment on said business. Because, again, DJ Khaled didn't, I don't think, what was the topic? I don't even, I'm like, how did this They come? weren't even asking about that. Like, he brought that up. Brought that up. <laughs> he gave them that information that nobody was even asking about. And so it's like, fam, like, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here? Like why? Like why are you openly allowing yourself to be ridiculed and mocked? But also, why are you like letting people into your bedroom? They'd be the same head ass motherfuckers would be taking. I'd be trying to figure out how do they take these videos, or they're both like damn near naked and they're making out on each, making out with each other. And I'm just like, who is taking the photos here? Because both of you ain't none of y'all got like your arms are on each other. Who signed up to take these photos? Are y'all just like? Calling a photographer up, like, hey, you want to be feel awkward for thirty minutes and record us doing some intimate shit? What? Do you, why do we feel the need to show people everything? I will never understand it. I will never get it. Is like, is our is our need for social validation that heavy that we feel the need to like let everybody in our business just for some clout? Like, I don't know. But that's all I got to say on that. If you have anything, you have anything else? Mm-mm. All right. Um. The second one was, um, it was a question, and kind of tying into uh, people in your business. Have you ever been in a situation where, like, you've told your friends about some, some, some bullshit that a partner, maybe not a boyfriend, because we know you don't, <laughs> you, you, we haven't been in committed, actual, legitimate relationships, but we've been in, you know, partnership situationships, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So you tell some, you tell your homegirls, you tell your homies about what what whatever fucked up shit your 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 partner did, and then you for you and you eventually end up forgiving forgiving them, but your friends don't. Have you ever been in that situation? No, I mean no, because my friends already know I'm going back if I want to. It's literally a joke in our group chat. Matter of fact, Alex sent it in the group chat today. She sent a meme and it said it was like her or I'm just pull it up. So I think like my friends just know. But you're going to vent about it. Yeah, like I'm going to do what I want to do. Oh, it says 
your girlfriend's girl, did you go talk to him? And then the girl was like, yeah, girl, we good now. And her hair is like all messed up. That's you? That's me. Um, I, I mean, I've been there a little bit, but it's more, it was more so because it was like, when I want to have like frustrating things or, or, or if the woman I'm talking to is frustrating me, I go to women because all the men think in my, in my circle think similarly to me. So if I'm confused about some shit, I'm not going to go to the niggas who also think like me and are also going to be confused about the shit. I generally go to like a platonic female friend like, hey, this is what happened. Am I tripping? Like, show me, tell me if I'm tripping or not. And sometimes they say like, yeah, Calvin, you, you tripping. Or every time they're like, nah, that bitch tripping. And it's like, okay. I, like, at least at this point, like, I know that I can, that both sides see it a certain way. But the issue with that is, uh, and I was where is when sometimes like I've been known to give a second chance if if if, if she's if she's if she's worth it, but especially with women, uh, they all they remember everything. So it's like you go in, he's like, hey, yeah, guys, like we're still, you know, we're, and they're just like, mm-hmm. like shout out to uh, shout out to my homegirl Liz. Um, like she has a, a memory like a damn elephant and any, any woman that I've been involved with that like I've like vented to, she still doesn't fuck with him. It could be two to three years back type shit. Still ain't fucking with him. And it's like, I think that goes back into that. It's like, you have to be careful in telling your business to people because you may forgive them, but your friends don't. I mean, think about it. Even on the celebrity side of things, like, Beyonce forgave Jay-Z. The Beehive didn't. Beehive's still on this nigga's neck. Beehive was on this nigga's neck for, t- for surprising her with a vacation. So she ended up missing the Met Gala. She was like, God, this nigga Jay-Z ruins everything. Like, you have to understand. <laughs> People ain't gonna forgive you. People, friends ain't gonna forgive you because their loyalty is to the partner, not you. Um, boot up, boot up. <laughs> but also, yeah, y'all really was mad at the Beehive was really mad at Jay Z for taking her on a vacation. I'm so like, over Jay Z for taking her on a vacation. Yes, you get in the way, like move. I I will never understand. He can't even win. He tried to do something nice. It was like, gosh, so yeah, I'm like, sure she accepted it, but move. You get on my nerves at this point. And she still ain't gonna leave him. That's fine. Be happy in your marriage, girl. You deserve, but move, nigga. You annoying. <laughs> Anyways, any other t- any other thoughts on that before we keep keep moving? Mm-mm. All right. So next up, we have Drake and Rihanna. Um. So for those who again are under a rock. So Rihanna did an interview with who? She, was, she did an interview with somebody. For the new Vogue cover. Right. Where she where um she kind of said that, like... She revealed that when she was receiving her Vanguard Award from the VMAs, and he got up there and gave her her speech and used that to proclaim his love for her, which she said he never did prior to. It was weird, and she was uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, and then said that like they are no longer they're no longer quote unquote friends, but they're not enemies. Um, 
And so I think so so what is your what is your thought process on like Drake first? Mm-hmm. Like what do you think about like that whole situation before I give my my answer, my kinda how I feel about it. What building is this? Um uh, like the North Building. North Building. Um but yeah, what do you feel about how do you feel about that whole thing, like Drake and him, you know, quote unquote, being manipulative or using that public forum. Like, what do you feel about that? If you're making a person uncomfortable, then yeah, you know, like that's like somebody was saying. Like, yeah, I was listening to another podcast and somebody was saying like, uh, it's like with doing like a public proposal. Like, you got to think of it this, in that same sense. Like, But think of it as somebody who doesn't actually want to get married or, like, the relationship is in that space. And then we do that whole thing where we like to save people's feelings. So you say yes, right? But then you get behind closed doors and you're like, I don't, I don't want to be with you. Like, it's kind of, it's just, it's kind of manipulative because you feel forced to give, like, to reciprocate their feelings even if you don't feel them. Okay, so with with Drake, with the, kind of the public, I can't speak for anyone's mindset, but I don't think people do that publicly as a sign of like I'm trying to manipulate you. I think it's more so as like I want to celebrate you. Like I feel so strongly about you. I feel so strongly. I feel like you're such a good person that I want the world to know how I feel about you. I don't necessarily think that's manipulative. I do think that. If you if you if you ever type to do those public proposals, you better know she you better know, better you better know that she's saying yes. Y'all better have already discussed this. Um, otherwise, like I've seen some videos where <laughs> she ain't say yes, and it's just like <laughs> you just kind of you just like damn, bro. Like shit happens. Um, with Drake in particular, um, Jay Z Jay Z had a lyric that says um, the same sword they night you with, they're gonna good night you with. <laughs> So Drake was just kind of being championed by us by a decent section of of, of women for dropping his for dropping the nice for what like everyone's using it as a captions all summer like he had all the women in the video and then like this news comes out and some of the same women who were championing championing him are now calling him like you know manipulative fuck boy like the second third um, people's people's love is is fleeting um, first and foremost then secondly. I think with when it comes to the dynamic with, between Drake and Rihanna, like I think, um, what 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 did somebody say? Drake is dating Rihanna, but Rihanna's single. <laughs> like you have to understand, you kind of have to understand the the type of person you're dealing with, and and someone like Rihanna who is so who is so confident and who owns her like her image, her sexuality, her her confidence is above as, as off the roof. And someone like Drake, who's who makes love songs about and 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 puts in voicemails about damn near everyone he's ever dealt with, it that that was never gonna, it was never gonna end well. It was never gonna end well. Um, but I do think, in the general scheme of things, um, I don't think people are doing public declarations of of of, of affection solely to manipulate. I feel like that's I feel like that is more of like of a cynical view of 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 men than 
actual true basis of, of fact. I think it's more so it's like, hey, if if, if that's a, if that's a uh, if that's a if, if that's a, a manipulative thing, are Man Crush Mondays and Woman Crush Wednesdays manipulative as well because it's public? Like it's holding, it's trying to hold hands in a park manipulative. Like I think people just like if I like you that much that I want to like tell people and tell like quote unquote the world about you. That's not manipulative. That's being sprung. There's a difference, in my opinion. Hey, don't ever tell nobody nothing about me until you come discuss that with me. Make sure we on the same page. Of course. Again, back to me communicating. Because for me, myself, personally, I ain't posting a woman crush Wednesday till, till there's an engagement ring. <laughs> I might fuck around. I might fuck around. Post a post a woman crush Wednesday in the engagement ring at the same time, and just and drop it on you like a Beyonce album. Cause I'm not fucking around with y'all. Uh uh-uh. uh. Be be. Listen, I don't want. I, I don't want no one coming to me as a man. Like, hey, bro, let me let me talk to you. I don't I don't want no chance of like shorty feeling like I'm doing some, I'm doing some extra shit. I don't want I don't want no shorty being like he used to be in my DMs. Well, bitch, you should answer. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He used to be in my DMs. Well, you should have answered. Now I'm with her. Like, leave me alone. Be happy. Um, so, yeah, for me, I'm because you know I'm a private person in general as far as, like, when it comes to who I'm dating or who I'm fucking. Like, I know the person I'm fucking knows, the person I'm dating knows, and that's pretty much it. Um, so I personally can't get behind this whole wave, but, hey, different strokes for different folks. I just think, like, we have to be very care- careful of how we use certain words because if we use certain words wrong, then it, it dilutes the meaning of the actual word. Like if we call, if we start calling everything manipulative, even stuff that's not intentionally manipulative or not manipulative at all is really benign, then we dilute the we we dilute the uh, the impact of the actual word of being manipulative. That's just my thing. She's here. Just a second. Just talk about different stuff. I've always wanted to trade Facebooks with a white person and see what they be talking about over there. I feel like it's how a bunch do you, of... How do you trade Facebooks with a white like, I'd be like, girl, you log in. into mine and I log into yours and just see what it's like over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so we have a guest. We have a guest coming in. She, she came in in the middle, um, but we want to make sure she gets a proper introduction. So if you want to introduce yourself... Hello, my name is Yalitza Jean Charles, and I'm the CEO and founder of Healthy Roots, a toy company that creates dolls and storybooks that teach natural hair care to young girls of color because everyone should love their hair. Bloop, nigga. Gang <laughs> shit. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Oh, man. So, so, we're, so, we're, happy, so we're, happy, we're happy to have you. Um, uh, real quick, before we get back into our, our little discussion, I do, we do want to give you a chance to kind of like plug your product if you want. Um, so if you have like a quick little blurb if you don't that's fine too but i figured i'd give you the opportunity i feel like i did my blurbs so i'll just do an extended blurb do, do what you gotta do baby do what so you gotta do. i started it in 2015 we raised fifty thousand dollars on kickstarter and since then we've joined the backstage capital portfolio you've probably seen this on the internet arlen hamilton they have a 36 million dollar fund for black female founders now um, i love her isn't she awesome she's amazing yes so we i'm also a vfa fellow um I've once I just won a hundred thousand dollars in marketing services from McKinney and at the American Underground, and you can buy our dolls at www.healthyrootsdolls.com. Um, yeah, we're all about black girl magic and empowerment and making girls feel beautiful because our hair is magic. 
And we will have all of the links and all of the social medias in the in the description for our episode below. Um, check it out, click it out, and uh, support support Black Creatives doing some good shit. E. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we we were talking about Drake, but did you have any thoughts about like the Drake Rihanna public displays of like an affection? kind of thing or did you want to go to our next topic i really really love drake and i really really love rihanna and i'd really love to be the woman that drake marries that gets all them bags that he's been saving up but i'm also not a fan of a lot of men's ideas of what like symbols of love are and like proposing to women after they win awards or like confess like that's adding so much pressure to women in our society so um he's sweet and all but that's not the time and place now 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 with okay so you said something here and i want to kind of piggyback because i saw again i saw it a little bit um going forward it's like so proposing to your girlfriend after she like does something whether it's like graduation wins an award or whatever that's that's frowned upon. Like, uh, like, help me understand. Because all right, I, so here's my personal yeah, opinion. It's my moment. Do, like, yeah, help uh, me understand. On top of it being my moment, don't overlap things because now we got to celebrate you proposing to me on the same day as I got something else. Like, we, I want, I want multiple gifts. Why are you doing that? Okay. But no, like, it's like taking away the power in the situation. It's like reasserting yourself in her, in her like success, and it's like not necessary. Okay, so okay, in which again, I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm just I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to gain understanding, right? Because I know myself. A lot of people like I guess the thought process. I'm never proposed to anyone, but like a lot of thought process in general is like, hey, like you know, I, you want to do it when it's like it's there's like like people propose on Valentine's Day a lot. Mm-hmm. Or, like that's tacky too. So pretty much, I think the, I think it's, uh, the the male versus female like dynamic as far as like what's a good time is diametrically opposed. I don't even want to say it's like male versus female. Every individual has their own idea of what type of proposal they want. You should have a conversation with the person that you want to propose to and see if that's what they want. So maybe someone does want to be proposed to on Valentine's Day. Maybe someone doesn't mind if you propose to them on graduation. But for me, personally, I want to see that you took the effort to plan a separate proposal based on what you know, like how I am as a person, and tailor it to that. Okay, okay. You know what? That's that's fair. Because that's just lazy. It's like cameras is already here. You didn't have to plan nothing. That's lazy. I, I didn't see. Lazy wasn't the word I was. I was. I thought about. I thought it was more. I, it's lazy and it's sexist. There we go. How was it sexist? We just talked about okay, it. Okay, but like I didn't think. I didn't. Okay. It's a power move. But I don't. Okay, I don't think if if it can something be done. Can something be quote unquote sexist even if it's done not intentionally. A lot of sexism is on it. Okay, because I'm, 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 I'm... Some people just be sexist and don't know that they're being sexist until you tell them, but you got to accept that you might be sexist. Okay. So, again, like, I'm, we're talking here. I'm trying, to, I'm, not, I'm trying to educate myself as well as the people who are listening because this, mm-hmm. this was something very recent that I kind of heard. Like, Let's hey. think about all the times that white people are unintentionally racist. Was it not racist? It was still racist. It was just unintentional, but they did it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I I I I'll give you that, and I could just, mostly for the sake of like I'm not trying to like. We're not arguing. We're having a conversation. Like, I don't I, I don't I don't I don't I don't think we're arguing. I feel like you're tensing up. I'm relaxed. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to eat. After this. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> to, be quite, to be quite honest. Um. Okay. Cool. All right. So now we kind of touched on that, and we kind of touched on. Okay. So fellas, 
Don't propose during a special day. Like communicate with your com- partner. Communicate. At, talk. Talk to them. Yes, talk to them. Um, because also like proposing at other people's weddings is tacky. I know that part. So yeah, communicate with your partner. Hopefully, you're comfortable enough. You propose at my wedding. You have to pay for half my wedding now. That's mm-hmm. how that goes. You owe me money. <laughs> I never was, I never planned on doing that, but that's funny. It was like, you got, you got proposed at your wedding, you send them a bill, like, yo, fam. Especially if, like, a sibling does it, because, like, everybody's there. Ooh. Mm-mm. I'm giving birth at your baby shower. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, communicate, communicate, communicate. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Cool. All right, so next up, next topic. Uh, Donald Glover. So, Donna Glover. Who's that? Chatter Skimina. I know. Okay. <laughs> people don't know. Like, what's... White people don't know. No, there's some, listen, there's some people in general who don't know that these two entities are the same person. Well, I know. So. Yes. Um, so, Donna Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, released uh, the video for This Is America. Um, first of all, how do you guys feel about Have you guys all seen the video? I've, like, seen it. I haven't digested it. It's a lot. Okay. All right. I, I forced myself to watch it today. Then in, in its entirety, I probably will never watch it again. Same. Hmm. Why, why is that, if you don't mind me asking? I still haven't decided how I feel about it yet, like, in its totality. But it's kind of, like, sensational. Mm. Um, Hyperbole? Like yeah. Extreme. Yeah. And then like performative. I was, yeah, I was talking I was also talking to one of my friends on the way here because I was telling her we were gonna discuss it on here. And I was like, we were having a discussion, is like, I just wonder if he talked to the families that are still mourning these people that they've lost in their lives well, by reenacting. I know Trayvon Martin's dad, dad was in the beginning. But I like, don't think he actually, actually, it's been it's been shown. He didn't shoot him. He but he is in the beginning playing the guitar. Okay, I was like, I was like, I was like, a lot of people thought was, that was the one he got. That was a person. I was like, but no. even so, like, first scene, a man's in the mm-hmm. in the chair playing the guitar. Next scene, there's a bag over somebody's head, and you shoot them. Who wouldn't assume that right, that's right, the right. same person? And it's like, what was what were. Was your target audience black people? And if so, what were black people supposed to get from the trauma they've already experienced? That's what I was going to say, because I I take such issue with certain art being put on display in front of the white gaze. Because there's certain conversations we're not allowed to have in it because, like, they're interrupting us and they don't understand all the nuances. So it's like you're putting something out there for a population that mainly is not going to understand what you're saying or trying to do. And it's going to be misinterpreted. So what was your actual intent? And are you doing more harm than are you doing more good than harm? Okay, okay. See, so I watched I watched the video a couple times because I had to ca- like the first time I watched it, like I was one of those people who didn't catch like everything that was going on in the background because like I was distracted by like this man like the dance moves and kind of like him being the, pr- the protagonist of a video. Um, what I what I underst- what I kind of took from it was he's kind. It seems like he's going for it's, it could be inter- interpreted one or two ways. It seems like he's either going for the whole like popular culture will distract you while some real shit's going mm-hmm. on in the background. Like you know he's doing all he's doing all the pop, you know the popular dances and kind of ha- has the whole thing. 
and then in the background you see like chaos and like it's almost like he's like in a post apocalyptic is that yeah pronounce that right yeah okay apocalyptic world um and that's like the first that's like the first definition of it right where like that's my first interpretation when I watched it and saw all of that besides the whole like you know shooting up the black choir and all that shit um my second interpretation was it it could be how generally African American people generally like for lack of a better term like Harlem shake through the pressure like we how many times have we like laugh to keep from crying yes exactly are we not allowed duality though no no I'm not uh, no I'm not that's okay. not a post okay. question okay. on okay. you okay. Okay. I was like wait a minute I think I think I think that might be the second interpretation and it might be a little bit of a double entendre to be quite honest like you know we laugh to keep from crying like we we turn tragedies into like funny trending topics like um and also like we sometimes lose sight of a bigger picture by being distracted by some of the black pop culture so i looked at it as kind of that um i think it was a good video and i think i appreciate some of the visuals that he kind of gave to us um we oftentimes get into the hype machine though where like especially with kind of everything that Kanye has been saying and doing and going through people are like it seems like people are trying to like push childish gambino i wish they wouldn't i wish they... i mean i'm i'm particularly tired of uh discussing and hyping up black male artists that are misogynistic and have internalized racism. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting tired. into that too. We're getting into that too. This, this, this is like an in-depth conversation. And I'm glad you were able to make it for this part. Um, a, we should stop putting. I feel like we should stop putting in our hopes into black celebrities in general. Because celebrities, I can put my hope into Beyonce. God damn it! She ain't never gonna do wrong by me. You don't know that when. Because she's a person. People she make is mistakes. When? I don't... You want me to predict the future? Because she'll never do it. Shut the... I would like to be excluded from this narrative, one which I've never asked to be a part of since... <laughs> <laughs> As, because I'm just saying people in, are not perfect. Everyone is going to make... Everyone makes mistakes. I feel like... And, and again, this is one of the things where we're talking... We're speaking mainly... At whose expense? Mistakes at whose expense? The mistake is always at the expense of black women. The mistakes before I before I get before you cut me off. The mis- Listen, I'm talking about mistakes in general, like people people like cheating, you know, tax evasion, anything. People are not perfect. People always yes. fall short. Agreed. Even like even even the black women celebrities have fallen short too. Mm-hmm. Like everyone falls short. So mm-hmm. and so if we as a society stop putting our celebrities on this pedestal of like. Uh, as like an idol or as like this person can do no wrong, I feel like we will be able to better digest and move through the society instead of any time like your quote unquote fave does some bullshit. Now it's like... That's what we're doing though. We're not putting them on a pedestal. We're like, he did something fucked up and we're holding them accountable. I'm, okay, so I'm not I'm not saying that people are tr- putting Childhood Gambino on a pedestal right now. I think that some people, especially the people who were huge Kanye fans before all of us came out, are trying to like they there's a there's a void there for them now, and then they feel like they need somebody to push in that void. I'm saying they shouldn't push anyone in that void because there doesn't need to be that position of someone that a celebrity for that matter that has so much influence on your day to day like mindset. Because I saw multiple tweets as like 
Childish Gambino is anti-Kanye or, or, or like Childish Gambino is what Kanye thinks. It's like, fam, like, bump your brakes because, as, as, as you were alluding to, he, Donald Glover has some flaws of his own. Like, he has, he has a, like, some history of his own. Do you want to touch on it a little bit? Because I feel like you're better suited to touch on it than I am. I mean, all the typical misogynoir about, you know, hyping up other races over black women. That was the beginning of his career. Yeah. His stand-up jokes. was putting mostly black women at the butt of his jokes. And you're saying, I've been the weird black kid, blurbs. Blurds. I've been the weird black kid that black women didn't give their attention to. And his tweets, nappy-headed hoes, lazy fucks, all types of bitches. But then all of a sudden it's like, you and you sensationalize black trauma, but for whatever reason, we won't allow the space or there's so much backlash for holding the space and conversation of the fact that there is this whole part of who he has made a part of his career out of and for some reason, because he does this thing now, we can't have this conversation. I think part of it, part of it is, again, we talked about this a little bit last week with like the quote unquote, the cancel culture. I think we have to, on both sides, I think we have to allow people the chance to grow. Like, it, like, it makes sense that someone who, like 2012, 2013 you in 2018 you are two different people. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but and, you can't, like... And, and so, and so, and so with that, and so with that, I think that, like, I'm not, no one's, I'm not defending, you know, some of the things that, like, was unearthed when, you know, we do this whole, like, let me look at your old tweets thing. I'm not, I'm not defending that. I think, we, again, at the same time, for some people who's, like, who's going to cancel or dismiss or, like, you know what, fuck you now for shit that happened five years ago... I think a lot of times we have to understand that, like, we're all still unlearning behaviors. That's totally fair. And so... But you can't unlearn the behaviors wait, without having the conversations, too. I was going to say, when you finished, that it's one thing to allow someone to grow, but then you also have to acknowledge the damage that you've done and make reparations. So, like, what has what does, Donald Glover what done... What does reparations look like? Reparations looks like getting on a public platform and being like, hey, you guys, I'm acknowledging the fucked up shit that I said and did. I know it was wrong. I'm doing this, this, and this to make it right, and I appreciate your support. Like, do something. Support black women in some way. Do some. And my... It's not a problem. It's more so it's like, all of these things, like, I... So you're the first person any, who's given me anything tangible. A, a lot of it is just like, is we're talking abstract information and it's like well i'm the type of person who was like okay that sounds great like if you give somebody something tangible then we have we have a place to grow we have a roadmap to whatever the fuck conclusion we're going into a lot of times people just are angry without a roadmap of how to not get angry anymore and that's the type of thing i'm like okay now we're just wasting energy so if if you want him to kind of stand up call a you gotta own your shit that's it own your shit so it's like, okay, what does that does it look like him him like making sure he hires more more black women for his for his project? Is is that owning your shit? Or is it more does, does there need to be a public statement of like of something else? Like what like my thing is for not just not y'all, but everyone listening, what does like what would make you happy? <laughs> Cause a lot of times we just are angry 
And then there's nothing that can make us not angry. We're just angry. And even it's like we offer solutions. It's like, nope. It's like, it's just like, well, what to, what do you want? I want people to respect black women. <laughs> what does respect? What does what does that look like? Like like we we talk we talking. There that. is like there is a point where we have to stop. Like it happens a lot on Twitter where we have like. There are women who want to talk about the treatment of black women, but as soon as we try to initiate those conversations, somebody always wants to shut it down. No, y'all just need to, like, you want this blind support from your counterparts, but you would never in return give that to us. People are, people are selfish. And this is one thing that, that I, can't be the excuse no, anymore. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, because this is what I've had in my mind for a minute. Um, and I was, I was trying to figure out the best way to articulate this. At, at our very core, people are selfish. If it comes down to me versus you, I'm going to choose me every time. At our very core, people are selfish. Now, within that selfishness comes the patriarchy, comes the racism, comes, comes the misogyny, comes all of, this, all of these different isms and agonies that affect people negatively in different ways. Because at the end of the day, it comes like, I'm trying to look out for me and people who look like me first. I don't agree with any of that. I don't. Uh, you ain't. You ain't got to agree. Like here's. Like here's. Like like we're 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 having a good discussion. We like. I'm not here. You know. Continue, I know you're not going to continue. Gonna, continue. Like that's so. So we want people to become unselfish, in on, in the ways that benefit us. And so it's like there's there's certain things where it's like and that takes a it takes discernment because you have to figure out what's the best what's a good selfish versus bad selfish right like good selfish is it's like if you're in a if you're in an abusive relationship and you leave to protect yourself and or if you're in something and you're not satisfied in your situation and you leave to like make yourself happy that's a good selfish versus a bad selfish is like the racism the misogyny the patriarchy that and so there's a discernment factor that we have that first has to be decided and secondly, I feel like we oftentimes are unnecessarily surprised by people and their selfishness. And maybe it's me being cynical. That's a, that's a, that's a possibility. But I'm at the point where I'm not surprised by the selfishness that anyone gives me. Um, and so, go ahead. I'm good. Go ahead. I'm not surprised by anyone's selfishness. I know that everyone is taught to be selfish and inherently do things for their betterment, but I don't want someone arguing with me with the things that I know to be true when I call them out on it. Also, I think people keep talking about some of this cancel... Words are hard. No, they're not. It's cancel culture. But if you're not willing to have these hard conversations, the only thing that you're going to get out of it are these hard yes or no's until people create the space for these hard conversations. We keep trying to ignore like the actual conversations that need to be had to cancel, cancel culture. I, I, I want to cut you off. Like, <laughs> um, I, okay. So part of, I think part of the, the, the ignorance of it, right? Part of the ignorance is, is that we believe that there's a time and a place for things, right? But no one's no one's no one has said the time or the place. We just believe it's, and so so sometimes it feels like on both sides of the coins, like people are overreaching to like bring their point in. Where it's like 
as, as, as a it's a it's a well well what about this type shit where it's like we're discussing one thing and then someone comes in from left field about like what about this shit so like I learned for example like even though I don't do most of the shit that like people complain about to not to not mention that because if you're if you're speaking your truth as far as what you what you've received in your in your lifetime in your society it's not on me to be like wait I don't do that shit. Like that's diminishing what you're saying. So I just so I've learned to shut the fuck up. However, other times when 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 black men are are, are discussing certain things that they've experienced, some women don't take that same advice. <laughs> Where it's like, well, actually, and it's like, well, people are exper- we are talking about people's experiences, and we're talking about people's experiences, and we have to be mindful on both sides, especially when black women are talking, to not yell over them and we have a tendency to just yell over everybody and then nothing is happening nothing gets accomplished because everyone's just fucking yelling go ahead have you ever have you ever seen a room no not even a room have you ever seen white people like on facebook or twitter having a conversation with other white people about something they have no business talking to amongst themselves because their experiences are singularly based in their whiteness and they they're it's not nuanced and you as a black person are like yo what are you even talking about give, pause give, give me pause example. pause I'll just an that's what it's like watching black men talk about their experiences as a black woman because they'd be like yeah this and this and that and be like you're not even thinking about like your stuff is rooted in misogyny and like you expect us to not enter these spaces and present the challenge of like Hey, I know you're talking about this, but you're forgetting this, and that's why what you're saying is like twisted. Give give, give me an example. That's good. as far as like, and I don't mean that as like to try to like. I just I'm trying to I'm trying to understand what you're. Blurts. Okay, so we're going. So I'm tying to this, right? We're gonna go into this. All right. <laughs> I'm at because I was like, I'm okay. So you you brought up blurts, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole that because that kind of. Spawned off of a Donald Glover discussion, right? Yeah. Um, where some some blurs were like, I told the, you know, black woman was fucking with me. What? What's that mean? What? Y'all was ugly and swagless. <laughs> no juice or sauce. Or you were one dimensional and boring. That's why the ladies didn't like you. It wasn't because you like comic books. It's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that does well, that does nothing to affect me. No, that's what you're talking It's just funny that yeah. it, I'm scrolling and that's what I see and it just happens to be the conversation. No, I mean so it's funny in general. You have all these yeah. black male nerds who are having these nuanced conversations amongst themselves with other black male nerds talking about how like black women didn't want me because I liked comic books and anime and it's like they can't even see the realities of the real reasons why black women didn't want them because they're not listening. To the black women that are trying to tell them. Well, okay, so it's so it's so it's it's a hard. So that's an example of okay. people having conversations amongst themselves with no nuance, or people interjecting and challenging them. Okay, so two couple things. A, yeah, it's a, it's a hard sell to know that you're not good enough, right? Like no one, no one wants to be told like you're not good enough, right? It's a hard sell, even though it's <laughs> even though it can be fucking factual that you're not good enough. You weren't you you weren't it. You failed, like, no, like, it's a hard sell for people to get that. So I understand that people want to avoid that. You can't, but I understand that part. I think the second, go ahead. But do you not see how it's damaging that the default for that is fuck these black women? 
that's where the problem is. So going back to the greater conversation of trying to have these nuanced conversations about like Donald Glover's art or like race in America or sexism, da 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 da. You have like the default is always damaging to the group that they're not recognizing in the oppression that they're participating in. And so again, so you, 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 okay, so ahead. saying like, oh, you know, we can't have this conversation right now. Well, let's just talk about Donald Glover's art. We don't have to talk about how he like said terrible things about black women has been misogynist and sexist. Like, no, we can't. We actively can't. All right. Um, yeah, this, I want to make sure people hear you. That's, that's all. Um, here's here's my thoughts, and so I'm I'm trying to work them out. We're we're fuck it. We're doing a lot. When. So the immediate reaction for anybody, I feel like, is when when you're told you didn't, you didn't, you weren't, you're not good enough, or like you're not it. Is all right. Well, well, fuck, well, fuck whoever that is. Right. That's the immediate. That's the immediate reaction. Is like fuck whoever that is. If you if you get denied, it's uh, if you get denied acceptance into a, into a college, your immediate reaction is like, well, fuck, well, fuck that college. Right. That's that's the immediate response. Even though, like, it could be legitimate reasons, that's the immediate response. Like, well, fuck them. Like, that's because, again, the, the selfishness is like, we're taught, like, to believe that we can do whatever the fuck we want, which is not, which, which is not the case. Now, now we're asking for secondary and more layered conversations. Well, maybe instead of just fuck black women, fuck that college, or fuck white people, fuck whoever makes, like, look internally. We're asking people to look internally, right? Like, again, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm off, off base. We're asking people to look internally like, well, what did, maybe it's not their fault. Maybe it's yours, right? Like, I, I'm asking here. What exactly are you asking? Okay. Because it got a little confusing. All right. I'm so... Because you talked about, like, how, why, why is the default, <clears throat> excuse me, why is the default, like, fuck black women, right? Whenever it's, black, oh, black women didn't want me because I was X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Why is that the default? My, my argument is because, like, as a society, we're always taught that if you didn't get something, that your first immediate response was, well, fuck whoever, quote, unquote, didn't let you get it. If you didn't get accepted into school, it's, it's well, fuck that Who school. taught y'all that? Because I don't do that. What? Okay, now we're pretending that people... Okay. All right. Wait, you saying that people tell you that if you don't get accepted into a school, they just say, fuck that? It's more so... It's they like, tell you to have the mindset to say, fuck that? Because we, we have the mindset that... It's external locus of control versus internal locus of control. People are projecting their problems outwards onto other people's faults instead of looking internally and reflecting on their own actions. You said that way more eloquently, but I'm saying it, but sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So instead of like... And so it's like, well, fuck, you know, that school's like, it's that, so now we're asking people to do... The blame game. We're trying to get them to stop playing the blame game. Right. And so, I, I don't know. It's part of me, part of me, like, I get it. Like, I get, like, I get, I get it. Like, I get what you're saying. And I get the fact that, like, shit, black women are tired, right? Like, y'all, y'all, y'all tired as fuck. And, like, y'all want, y'all want everything y'all deserve plus, plus interest. Like, I get it. I'm, I'm, as a black man... Like, it's hard to just be talked to without having the ability to talk back, right? It's like, because we're told, Steph's told me multiple times, like, just shut the fuck up and listen, right? Women do it all the time. But y'all don't need to either. 
I'm of a, I'm of a, I'm of the opinion. That's saying that like the space is there. <laughs> You're getting frustrated. I am. Why? Because it's We're like teaming up on him. Do you feel like you're being teamed up on right now? That has nothing to do with it. So why are you being frustrated? I'm, it's because it's like, I'm frustrated because I feel like I'm not doing a good enough job at trying to explain my thought process. I'm frustrated because usually I can do this very well. I'm trying Aww. to figure out why the fuck I can't. You get you two ganging up on me. That's, We're not I ganging up. Because oh, <laughs> we've been mostly quiet. We don't let you get your feelings out. But I can see the frustration. That's why I'm like, you seem frustrated. I'm frustrated. Here's here's a frustration. And so the frustration comes from, it's like, look, as a black man, I know for a fact that, like, certain certain privileges I have, certain privileges I don't. Mm -hmm. And and part of it feels like my privileges cancel out, right? Like, anything that I would gain by patriarchy is damn near taken away by racism. And so I I understand that the double... The double way me being a black woman. So like I don't like I know like I don't question that. I think it's just more so it's like in society as a whole, like the conversations that are tried to be had, that's not proper grammar, but whatever. Often they they, they very rarely come from somewhere that's other than hostility on both sides of the coin. Like it's very like it generally when when we have these conversations, somebody's coming from a hostile place. And so part of it is like I'm trying to make sure that I'm not coming from a hostile place talking to you guys because I don't want to, I don't want to continue that the cycle that I'm I'm decrying. So it's like that's the frustration. It's like, okay, like Calvin, let's make sure you're not mixed up, make sure you're not coming off hostile because we're having a conversation. And that's the frustration because it's like I'm trying to articulate and I feel like I'm failing. That's 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 where my frustration lies. Nothing to do with you guys. That's where my frustration lies. Mm-hmm. So, as far as like the conversations between black men and black women, as far as like and it's, and everything is very nuanced. And part of me feels like a lot of these conversations should happen off social media because social media is never a spot for nuance. You only have a certain amount of characters, so it's hard to have nuanced conversations when you're dealing with a character limit. Yeah, better start releasing some iOS press release. No. But you gotta have tone. You gotta have body language. You gotta have all the stuff. All the I, I, and I and I think and I think that's I think that could be a start to try to have these nuanced conversations. Is if we stop trying to have stop trying to change have everything through social media. And I know it's hard. There's too many dumbasses on social media, by the way. Just ignorant. Ignorant. Did you see that guy last night? Who the one who like. I guess some she pulled up a tweet from this girl from January, posted it like in a in a um, picture, and her tweet says, "It said leave black men where they are." Oh, <laughs> and then what did he say? Which I didn't even fully agree with what she said because if you ask me, leave all men where they are. That's true. <laughs> leave anybody leave. who don't want to move forward behind. Just leave them there. Yes. But then, um, so this guy said, "What about MLK?" He uh, Kila. Girl, girl. <laughs> so he t- I'm just going to pull it up because y'all know how I, I don't like to say things unless it's verbatim. So he said Martin Luther King Jr., Stokely Carmichael, Huey Newton, Bobby Sill, Barack Obama, Miles Davis, Fila Cootie, James Brown, Jay-Z, Drake, Dr. Dre, Michael Jackson were all straight black men that progressed us forward. And I said. First of all, he picked the wrong. He picked He picked a, He got to pick a better group. Hold on. <laughs> 
Hold on. And I simply said, because it, you know, it pops up. You I said all I said was most of the guys on this list are cheaters and or abusers to black women, so I guess. And if you're taking that based off of her first tweet, I mean, you kind of just proved her point. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, oftentimes, oftentimes. Okay, I, did I cut you off? I'm sorry. I, I, no, no, that's fine. I just thought it was funny. But then he argued with, like, he waited a whole, like, 24 hours. I went to sleep. I went to, uh, got up, did half my day at, like, 3 o'clock, tweet me talking about some, what have you done for the black community? And I said, oh, bitch, you've got the wrong one. But thank you. Can you talk about how long it takes a lot of men to come up with clapbacks? It's awful. And they're bad. <laughs> they're it's just not funny. And it's like... I mean, you're trying. I said, okay, so now that I've proven to you what I do in my spare time, can we get back to the conversation I had? These are bad black men. And it, it leads into what we were saying about Donald Glover. Like, here you are changing your narrative, but you're not acknowledging this other part of you that leaves behind a part of the black community that you're saying that you're fighting for. And I just don't understand why we keep trying to ignore these parts of the conversation. Are you trying to fight for the entire black community? Or are you just trying to be equally oppressive like white men? Black men are the white people of black people. They are. They are. They are. God, God damn it. That's, see, that's I didn't one. say that. That's quoted from somebody else. <laughs> I don't know who said it. But see, that, see that's for one. Like, I, that's for one statement. I'm just like, okay. Y'all just shut the fuck all right, let me explain the statement to you. Because I, like, I feel like you don't understand it. You might get you a little frustrated by it, actually. Right, yeah, that's the one statement. This is how the statement works. The statement means that black men are not working for black liberation. Black men are working for black men's liberation. Which means they will do whatever they have to do to move black men forward at the cost of anyone else, including black women. Mostly black Killamonger. women. <clears throat> Which she was like, now it doesn't it doesn't surprise anybody that Killmonger was like everyone's favorite villain. Like, of course he was. He was young. He wasn't, he wasn't a hero. He wasn't some anti-hero. He was a villain. He shot that light-skinned black woman so quick. Without a care. Choked up auntie. Was gonna kill his sister, his general. Anyways. All right. Okay. Yes, colonizer. <laughs> anyways. Here's where I stand, and here's where I'm at. I think in 2018. 18. A lot of a lot of us, a lot of uh, I feel like everyone has a chip on the shoulder. Black men, black women, everyone has a chip on the shoulder. Like, and so because we come into these interactions with with chips on our shoulder for different reasons, these these in general interactions don't go well. To be quite honest, because everyone already you already come in like halfway expecting some bullshit to pop off, um, and so. It's like, I don't know how to <laughs> fix that. I'm sorry. Unrelated. Okay. Um, I was finna ask this guy to get drinks tonight, and then I realized he's probably hat fishing me, and then I probably canceled. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, my God. I have a story, too, unrelated <laughs> to this conversation. <laughs> but continue. Continue. Sorry. Um, Everybody's got a chip on their shoulder. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has a chip on their shoulder. Um, Adam, part of me doesn't know how to, f- I don't know how we, we remedy that because I fit. Listen to black women. That does nothing- Yo, it'd be <laughs> listen to black women until it's time to black, hear about black women 
talk about how they're treated by black men. Then it's, oh, my God, why are you doing this? You don't support us. Oh, my God. Somebody told me that it was discriminatory and I was being racist towards black men. I said, bitch, you don't know what words mean. Ah! <laughs> That's not even how that works. How'd you put that sentence together? <laughs> It was based off of that tweet where I said, but these men are abusers. <laughs> Honestly. Go on. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Honestly, um, as a black man, I think part of me, like, I just wants to say fuck it, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's more so because... Can't make none of you bitches happy. <laughs> I, see, now we're going to say I call you bitches, like... <laughs> See, see, that's how rumors get started. Like, that's the that's that's the truth in what you said. As a black, you know, it's gotta accept. Like, <laughs> and so, and so, so my thought process is this, right? It's like, okay, so so it's trying to take my personal feelings out of it, right? Trying to detach the personal from the practical. Mm -hmm. I'm human. It's hard. It's hard to do that, especially when you feel like people are attacking you and you have to understand that people aren't attacking you they're, they're they feel like they're attacking what they feel like you represent um and so part of all of all of this i feel like is it's it's a very nuanced thing and i'm i'm a solutions based person you know so oh, i feel like most men are and that's the issue you be, trying to, you be trying to talk to men about your feelings, how something made you feel. He'd be like, so what are oh we going to do? Oh, my God. I just want to talk about it. Literally, this man hit me up, and he was like, how are you doing? And I was like, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I lost a job or whatever, and, I, you know, usually it's been easier for me to find jobs, but, you know, clearly there's something in my life that I need to go through right now. He talked about some, oh, well, are you budgeting incorrectly? Bitch, I did not. You literally asked me I how ask I'm doing. Help. I just wanted to talk about And I just want to talk. And now you're trying to tell me how to live my life. And I was like, how did we get here? But then he offered to pay some bills. So, I mean, that's always good. You know. You got you to gotta talk through it and think through it before you start presenting solutions. Because you got to understand things first. I, I agree with that. I agree. I, I think, again, because we're... I'm I'm solution oriented, right? It's, like, it's more so. It's like when I'm feeling shitty, I try to figure, okay, what can I do to not feel shitty anymore? Like that's my thought process. Like, what can I do to not feel shitty anymore? What if I fucked up? What can I do to fix? It? And so it's like in this general conversation, it's it feels like it's like it's more so. It's like the only solution is 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 is, is if the only action is not action. The only action is like shut the fuck up and listen. And for someone like me, it's like okay. If if I fucked up, like how, like like what do I do? And there's, there's not a lot of concrete answers. It's more so. It's just like just shut the fuck up and listen. And it's like well, honestly and truthfully, the solutions to our problems in our society today cannot be solved within the next three generations. It's gonna take at least five because we've developed a generation of young men who don't have emotional intelligence or empathy. So we're not gonna fix it right now. So with that, so if 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 it's not able to be fixed right now. Right now. Not immediately. In, within the next three generations, right? So that's like, what? Three generations? A generation is what, 20 years? Or is it, is it, a, little, is it a little bit more? I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, it's in that range because the millennium generation is a little bit different because it was longer because it was anybody with the introduction of modern day technology up until, I think, like 2000. 60 years. We're going to give it 60 years. Go ahead. Okay. 
I was just trying to, <laughs> trying to explain how these things work. Quick, quick, Whatever. Quick, quick maths. Quick maths. I don't know. Um, we, we just made up a number. Fuck it. Um, and so, so I'm looking at it as like, okay, so this is not going to be fixed for at least 60 years, right? We'll use that number. Whatever. We'll use that number. And so it's like, okay, me being solutions-oriented and me also understanding that, like, this, I don't want you to feel this way towards me and I don't want this to continue the way it's going. It's like, there's, but a lot of people aren't offering concrete solutions. They're just, yeah. All right, you know what? I'll give me some shit I can work with. My, one of my favorite Instagram Wait, dudes. pause for a second. Yeah. So is this the reason why, like, the frustration with men just hearing out, like, women keep saying we want to be heard and men keep saying you're not giving me something tangible to work with. Is this like the discourse that we're getting? I can't, at? I can't, I can't speak my, for everyone. I can't speak for but everyone. But my I'm problem is, we done told them what to do is like be respectful, treat us right, pay right. For that's what I'm saying. Like, like we know the. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reparation. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen. One of my okay. favorite dudes on Instagram. He talks about relations a lot, relationships a lot. His name is De- Derek Jacks Jackson. He has this game called um, Fuckboy Flashcards. I used to do the thing on Instagram. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. He said what he. T- what the fuck is? Fuckboy Flashcards is they present a problem. Like if he buys you a wedding ring from Walmart for twenty dollars oh, and so, so. won't let you upgrade it, is he a fuckboy? Oh, so yes. we, we, call, we call that hypotheticals. By the way, he is. I'm not. Yeah, definitely. No. Don't play with me. Don't play with me and my feelings. Um, so trying I'm trying to get to a point, but this no, black man is interrupting me as they always do. <laughs> <laughs> um, my point is that he presented a video where someone was talking about how if there are problems that have been created by patriarchy and misogyny and racism and all these isms for towards minorities from the oppressors, it is then the oppressor's role to rectify those situations. So let's talk about the divide between black men and black women. Instead of looking at black women and going like, why are you angry? What do you want me to do? Acknowledge that like, okay, I have seen that there has been damage done to the relationship between us. I'm going to make sure that I rectify that situation by doing what I need to do to show you that I'm a good person, no matter what. Like, I'm just going to have to bite that bullet because there's damage been done. And if I'm really a good dude, it's not going to matter what happened. I'm going to make it I'm going to make it right. I don't want to cut you off. Because I don't don't want I pushed my whole face away from the mic. You asking me to cut me off. At this point, shit, you don't already call me. You don't already call me a goddamn colonizer. Like, (laughs) anyway. (laughs) <laughs> and so and so one of my, one of my, and so one of my friends he's not even gonna respond to what I said I'm, 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 he, he's giving you background to get oh there God. he's giving you know they love a good background story see but when you ask them what happened they're like I don't know so now they got background story <laughs> go ahead tell your story tell your story <laughs> I was not expecting this energy but I am living for it right now because you know what I'm talking about. You see your homeboy be like, oh yeah, so-and-so broke up. What happened? I don't you know. know. <laughs> but anytime, anytime. <laughs> I, we gonna try to shit to take off. I, I feel like a guest on my own shit. It's a bullshit. Tell your story. Um, <coughs> so we're talking about kind of a would you would you call it paying it forward? Would you call like it's like so it's more so it's like reparations, wait. emotional reparations. A little bit here. Thanks, Fran. All right, so emotional reparations, right? And so I look at it, and so it's so it's kind of like you have like if you're in, if you're if you play baseball, 
and you walk into the batter's box and you already got two strikes on you. I don't know nothing about sports, but okay. 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 Let me let me let me try to. Just like a man. I'm sorry. Now you're not, now you're just no, gonna... he knows I know sports. So, <laughs> so not just... one of us in this room. Hey. Um, I think it's more so. It's like, but you know, you know about two strikes, right? Like, like. Oh yeah, with niggas, yeah. And so it's like you also so any dealing I have with you, I already have two strikes on me, right? If, if ah, yes, I get it now. <laughs> I'm just trying to level with you. I'm just trying you to level ahead. with you. All right. So any so and so a lot of a lot of people. Especially, especially black men d- don't like to pay for the sins of others. That so, so 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 we talk about the emotional baggage that people carry. It's like don't make me pay for the sins of others. Like that's a that's a lot of us. It's mm-hmm. like it's like I don't want I don't want to be penalized for something okay. I didn't do. So that's why the emotional reparations part is hard for us to grasp because it feels like well I didn't do anything to you like I just met you why do I have to kind of like go above and beyond that's so wild because in my mind I'm like every woman has a story about at least one about how a man did her wrong and all these men are walking around like why do I gotta pay for the sins of somebody else because you've done something to somebody like just the patriarchy in general so it's like think about how like they always I think you put it on on Twitter said it's so wild some women did. It's so wild to me. And I've said this on the show multiple times. Like, men have created the standard for what patriarchy in our society is today. But then when we talk about changing it, they'll be the first ones to say they don't know how or how. why should we. Not even why should we. They don't know how. And it's like, you created it. So undo what you created. Even if it wasn't you, like, it was your homeboy. It was your friend, your brother. And we your... know how y'all do not like telling them they did something wrong. So it's like, how are you going to tell me I don't want to pay for the sins of somebody else when you are that somebody else to somebody else? Listen. It came from a man somewhere. But honestly, the way law of attraction is set up, if you do somebody else dirty and then you come into somebody who's making you pay for something, that's just life cashing up to who you did dirty to. Blue. T-B-Q-H. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Listen, I'm just saying, like, it's a, it like, it, like, in cis heteronormative relationships, it's the man's job to convince you that he's worth a damn. Period. And I, yeah. And I, I, I flat the fuck out disagree. Because I, like, I disagree. Not even just flat out, flat the fuck out. Flat the fuck out. Made the fuck serious. <laughs> and the reason why I disagree is because I look, I look at everyone, it's like, is when I first meet you, we're on, like, I don't know you, you don't know me. I don't know what you've been through, you don't know what I've been through. So, like, the, it's almost like, how dare you expect me to be, because, because, like, to go 89%, you go 11% because of, because of, you just Patriarchy like because of sexism? Yes, I do. Because think about all the fathers who've told their daughters, all men. All men. Because all men. That's why. Ooh, girl. I just—that's the one thing I can't go. I can't go because I'll be damn. I've been. I've been. My. I, bend, I break my back just for be like. Eh. Like you just like. You, you know what's that crazy shit. though is from from a little child, women are told that men are horrible. We but then when we grow up and we have our own like, experiences. Oh, and then we we start talking about them. Men are saying not all men, and it's like, are you kidding me? Like literally, since I've been a child, I've been told all men are terrible. How many? Of I you- ran into terrible men, and now it's like y'all not all terrible. You're not all terrible. Think about all the actions you do as a woman to protect yourself <coughs> from. We've talked about this on the show. Like, 
even something as simple as walking down the street with my keys in between my fingers just in case. So many, there, there are so many times when negativity is presented to you from men. So for men to be upset that there are walls up because of the experiences that other men have created, like either make those men better or deal with it. Talk to your homeboy, talk to your brothers. I keep saying black men need to hold a meeting. All right. Okay. Um, I disagree. And they're just going to be like that. That's the patriarchy in you. Is it? Is it? (laughs) Honestly, it is. All right, fuck it. If if, if me not wanting to go above and beyond for somebody I just met was patriarchy, okay, cool. If you really love black women. It's beyond going above and beyond for somebody else's mistakes. But it's also like, okay, say you don't, fine, you meet a girl, y'all are dating, you don't want to do that. Outside of that, the people, the women in your life, like, you don't have to. Because mm, mm, that's me saying something I honestly do not agree with. But outside, like you, there needs to be space for y'all having, and I've said this multiple times, y'all need to start having conversations with each other about the behavior that y'all exude on other women. And these conversations are just not ha- being had to the extent that they need to in order for things to change. Okay. You, okay. What else? I'm just, I, All right. Okay. Do your thing. Okay. I'm just, listen. I, Listen, ladies, okay. until they get their shit together, we doing us, all right? Cool. <laughs> I, I encourage that. Like, but they're not going to get their shit together, you, so listen, just please keep that in the back of your mind at listen, all times. Y'all, des- y'all deserve to, to act. Be very selective. Do you hear me? Okay. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for everybody having standards. Right, y'all deserve to act as in, in y'all best interest. Man, not- I haven't been on a date in six months. None of these girls will text me back. Why? Okay, I'm, I'm like yeah, everyone deserves to to move selfishly. Everyone deserves to have their standards. I'm not I'm not arguing with you here. Cool. All right. Any 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 final thoughts before we get out of here? Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming <laughs> my time. All right. Thank you for having me. No problem. We will make sure you send uh, all your social media and website links. Black girl versus the world at Instagram. It's the most important one. I'm really cute. You can see that for yourself. And signing off, it's your boy C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Playoff Diddy, my co-host. It's me, your girl. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny for another reason, but never mind. And we are signing off. And before we sign off, I almost, almost forgot to do the, uh, the, end, the intro. Um, please follow us on our, on our Twitter at SYS Podcast. Please follow us on our Instagram at ShootYourShotPod. If you have any questions, comments, or topics that you want us to discuss on this here podcast, you please email us at ShootYourShotPod at gmail.com. And please feel free to communicate us on all social media through the ShootYourShotPod hashtag. Um, stay blessed, y'all. We'll see you next week us on this here podcast you please email us at shootyourshotpod at gmail.com and please feel free to communicate us on all social media through the shootyourshotpod hashtag um stay blessed y'all we'll see y'all next week <laughs>